This is Set on Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. The Grammy Awards, as well as Republica Records, have announced they will no longer use the term urban when referring to music that generally falls into the rap and R&B categories, genres that are dominated by black artists. Here to talk about why this shift is a welcome change is writer Jeremy Helliger. He wrote a column in Variety this week titled Down with Urban, It's Time to Stop Categorizing Music by Race. Hello, Jeremy. Hello, how are you? Good. I hope you are well today. So first, I want you to kind of take us back into history a little bit. How did the term urban even come to describe music categories? Well, what happened is in the 1970s, music became increasingly fragmented. You had disco, you had country western, you had country politan even, you had pop, you had rock, you had corporate rock. And I think journalists and DJs and record labels needed a way to categorize all the different forms of music. And so a DJ actually coined the term urban. And that sort of became the designation for a lot of the genres that were created predominantly by Black musicians. And I understand that even before there was the term urban, actually Billboard would even say categorize things just by saying race records. Yeah, well, that was way back. But even in the 1980s, there was a period in the 1980s where the soul charts were renamed the Black Singles Chart. Hmm, interesting. And at the same time, you had people like George Michael, who was white, topping the Black charts with his Faith album. So it was this, it was kind of a meaningless term, but also the racial implications kind of ghettoized the Black artists who fell under the Black umbrella. Yeah, speaking of George Michael, you had this paragraph in your column in Variety that really stuck out to me. I'm going to read it. So you wrote, in his 80s solo heyday, George Michael was marketed as a pop star, although his Faith album was a massive hit with Black audiences. If Michael had been Black, he probably would have been stuck in Sony's urban division. These days, more and more Black and white artists are cross-pollinating. Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber, Khaled, and Post Malone all incorporate elements of both R&B and pop into their mixes. Still, if you're only likely to see one of them described as urban, guess who? Um, you know, do you, do you feel like if an artist is lumped into the urban category that they have less opportunity and reach within the music industry? Well, I think what happens is that let's say you have two new artists who have just been signed to a label and one is signed to the pop division and one is signed to the urb- to the so-called urban division. I think that the one in the pop division will get more marketing money, more promotional money, more advertising money. And it extends beyond the artists because the executives who are in the urban division, who are usually black, they end up having a less prestige at the label, and they may not make as much money as the executives in the pop and rock divisions. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, I like how you also point out in your article that, like, you know, we'll call, like, rap and R&B urban, but we don't call, like, country and bluegrass rural music, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, why, when when it refers to something that's predominantly created by Black artists, why does it have to be to get, like, a racial designation? 
it's kind of a collectivism that I think often in white society gets applied to minority groups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Grammys announced that they are changing the name of their, you know, what was the category best urban contemporary album category, and they're changing it to call it best progressive R&B album. Do you have any other ideas of, of what we should replace the word urban with? I mean, it seems like maybe just categorizing it as the genre itself as R&B. You know, do you have any other ideas of how you would like, you know, folks to get rid of urban and replace it with something else? What What should we be replacing it with? I think that R&B or soul works because R&B, when I think of R&B, I think of hip hop, I think of rap, I think of all of the forms of music. But the problem with the Grammys is that the Grammys have just been segregated from day one. In the 60s, when the Grammys were first handed out, at the very beginning, there was only one R&B category. And it wasn't until the end of the 60s that they added three more categories. And that's how people like Aretha Franklin and Ray Charles were able to win Grammys because they were left out of the major pop categories. Although they were selling just as many records and appealing to as many as wide an audience as the white artists they were sort of demoted to the R&B categories. And I think that renaming, dropping urban doesn't really do anything to change that. Mm. And what other change would you like to see? I would like to see music be considered not on terms of the race of the person who is creating it. A perfect example that I mentioned in the article is Tyler, the Creator, who began as a rap artist But his last album, Igor, which won the best rap album Grammy, he actually sings on it as much as he raps. So why was that competing? It was a critically acclaimed, huge hit. Why wasn't that competing in album of the year? In the entire existence of the Grammys, only one rap album has ever won album of the year. And that was Outkast's Speaker Box. Hmm. You know, an entire history of the Grammys. And hip hop is the most popular form of music in America. If it's the most popular music in America, why do you feel like it's a it's it's kind of ignored in a way? Yeah, I mean, people buy it and you don't sell millions and millions of records. You don't sell as many records as Jay-Z and Drake sell unless you're appealing to white suburban middle America. But for some reason, it's more about who's creating the music than who's consuming it. And so if you're Black, you automatically get lumped into the R&B, rap, urban categories, and you have less of a chance of competing in the pop categories. And it's really funny because Billie Eilish won all of these Grammys, and her biggest competition was Lizzo. Mm -hmm. So Lizzo actually made it to the pop categories. She lost in all of them. She only won in the R&B categories. But Billie Eilish made an interesting quote where she said, I don't understand because Lizzo is more pop than I am. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She really is. (laughs) She is, yeah. (laughs) Yet Billie Eilish gets the pop glory and Lizzo is relegated to winning in the R&B category. Mm, yeah. In summary, how do you feel the, the use of the term urban in the music industry has been harmful? 
I think it's been harmful. Well, first of all, it doesn't really mean anything because where, how does urban equal black? You know, blacks live in big cities, they live in the suburbs, they live in the country. So it's a meaningless term to begin with. But I think it's been most harmful because it's really corporate segregation. It's putting blacks in one box and whites in another. And it's ignoring the fact that music created by white people is influenced by more than just music created by white people. And music by black people is influenced by more than just music created by black people. So I think it limits all of us. It limits everyone. Yeah. I've been speaking with writer Jeremy Helliger. His column in Variety this week is titled Down with Urban, It's Time to Stop Categorizing Music by Race. This comes as both the Grammys and Republic Records have decided to remove the use of the term urban from describing music categories and departments. Jeremy, thank you so much for your time today. You're very welcome. That was Sound and Vision. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and consider giving a one-time $20 donation at kexp.org slash sound to help support this show. But most of all, thanks so much for listening.